Welcome to King Worldwide. My name is Lisa. This is my Hello, dad, everybody. Roy. Happy day. Today we're talking about um, a miracle blocker. So we're supposed to be experiencing the divine life of Jesus. What this today we're talking about what could possibly block that? Okay, all of us want great things to happen in our lives, but they don't always manifest as quickly as we desire. How well we know that inherently, that gives us an opportunity to be offended which could bring about envy and strife in us. Let's understand what envy and strife is. Envy is a feeling of discontent or ill will, kind of a, a low level, if you will. Strife is a bitter conflict, a quarrel. It is discord. That's at a much higher level, kind of a more intense level. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to give you a reference, a quote in a minute that tells you as far as discord and strife why that it is a major miracle blocker. Many believers don't understand why their prayers are supposedly not answered, especially when they believe in this passage. Well, or live this passage. Galatians 2.20. All scriptures, live this passage. All scriptures today are from the New Living Translation. Okay. It's my favorite scripture on earth. That's why, that's why it's in the outline. Um, <clears throat> okay. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So we say, if Christ lives in us, then why do we have the challenges, the trials and the tribulations that might come our way? Well, listen up and you'll understand. But we must remember that Satan is the God of this world. And he has jurisdiction over all worldly words and actions. Here is the verse that proves that. 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. Yeah, not 1 Corinthians like I put on the outline. No problem. Second, she, she corrected me. No problem. Which is good. Satan, who is I'm God, not offended. Okay, great. Satan, who is God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ who is the exact likeness of God. Oh, and one thing the Lord wants me to mention real quick. This is not an excuse for us not to make Jesus' enemies his footstool. This is not an excuse. The scripture is not an excuse for us to just sit back and pray in the Spirit and not do what God tells us to do. We are to pray in the Spirit. That's really good. If everyone did that, we wouldn't be in the situation in the world. We are. But we don't use that Satan's God of this world to just sit back and say, oh, we can't, we're being defeated, right? We're not, we're, he's God of this world, but we have authority over him. Yeah, we've got the authority and power. Matter of fact, hey, let's go a little bit further. Mm -hmm. We've got dominion. And authority, yes. We've got dominion which supersedes authority because if you have dominion, that means you already have authority. So therefore, our job, look at Genesis 1, 26, 27, 28. Yes. We've got dominion over everything. We don't have people. We do have spirits, evil spirits, yes. but we've got dominion. So therefore, if we're having challenges and they're kind of just running rapid, let's say if I do, I've got to look at me because I'm not enforcing the authority and the power Amen. and dominion that God's already given me. Thank you. I didn't mean to get off topic, but that was from the Holy Spirit. Thank well, you. Good. Thank you, Dad. Okay. You know, I mentioned in, in the very first sentence of the outline here, all of us want great things. Mm -hmm. Let me go back to it. 
our wants can't just be wants. They must elevate to the level of our expectations. Now, how do you do that? Faith produces expectations. Expectations produces joy. Joy produces strength. And strength yields results and manifestations. I remember I was, this was maybe a year and a half ago, I was talking to a great man of God, and we were talking just about, about this. And, and I mentioned just what I said. I mentioned that to him because he had said something other. I wasn't, I wasn't correcting him. I was just sharing my opinion. And, uh, and he said, I like that. And then it was probably nine months or a year later in a public setting is that he talked about as far as this particular verse, how he, how he really understood. He, he didn't necessarily say me, how he really understood that faith produces expectations because it does. Now, here are four verses, and on my outline, I put four because I wanted to make a point it is that as far as what we have to do in order to succeed. So, go Lisa. Okay, Mark 9, 23. One of my favorites. What do you mean, if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Luke 1, 37, for nothing is impossible with God. Short and sweet. You know, I'm going through my head, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This one's Matthew, I already have it marked, 19, 26. Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. Mm, bullseye hitting the bullseye. And then mm. Mark 10, 27. Back to Mark. Thank you. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything is possible with God. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believes. So, if things are not going our way, or our desires are in slow gear as far as manifesting, or our miracles are not manifesting, then I suggest we check our strife meter with everyone we know because miracles don't happen in the atmosphere of strife. Maybe we can say supernatural, because miracles is like a one-time thing. So the supernatural realm, isn't that more like how Jesus operated? That's true. And he did miracles, but that's because the people never saw it before. But let's, can we, I just thought of that. Can we operate in the supernatural? Yeah, but let, let's go back to Proverbs 6. Proverbs 6, God says, there are six things that I hate. Yeah. Then he says, no, there are seven. And what's the seventh one? Sowing discord amongst the brethren. In other mm. words, so what is discord? We gave the definition of strife as far as quarrel, discord. Uh, let's see, there's one other one, other one uh, quarrel, discord. Conflict, use bitter conflict. Bitter conflict, that's it, yeah. So strife is at a much more intense level than envy. And, and that's the reason why, and I try, when I learned this years ago, I tried to uh, catch myself. If, if I've got a little ill will or discontent, I said, whoop, whoop, we're not going any higher. We're getting into strife because God hates it. And, and Satan's uh, present. 
if oh, you, yeah. one of the he, scriptures. He's dominating, yeah. Okay, but last yes, thing. Yeah. So don't take Satan's strife bait. Very easy because when we're offended or somebody or somebody kind of crosses our lane, so to speak, not driving, but in life, then it's very easy to be offended. And if we're offended, then therefore our mind is on the world and it's not on God and his promises. Even deeper, what if your friends or a child, your child, is being abused or not treated properly? We, I'm just speaking to myself. I had to learn I still can't be in strife or so discord by talking about it because it messes up everything. No matter what the situation is, strife is a miracle blocker. So don't take Satan's strife bait. Satan's strife, yeah. I mean Satan's uh, uh, strife bait. Believe in this passage, mm -hmm. which we've already heard, but believe it with your heart and just focus and meditate on this and then we're saying bye-bye. What do you mean if I can? Jesus asked. This is from Mark 9, 23. Anything is possible if a person believes. Okay. Have Mir a great miracle day. blocker, don't let strife or envy enter into your life. Have a great day.